Welcome to Get This Shit, the bi-monthly podcast that answers the questions you've always had, but forgot to ask. Prepare your earballs. My name is Cassie, and I'm joined today by Samuel. Hello, all of you beautiful, beautiful people. How's it going? Pretty little lizards, you. Right? Shiny, happy people. Oh my god, yeah. Shiny, happy people. (laughs) Is that Cars that did that song? No, it's Bubble Boy. That's the name of the band? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, there's an old song, Shiny, happy people laughing. Shiny happy people oh. I think I know that song. I just thought it was from the made-up cult in Bubble Boy. <laughs> well, I've never seen Bubble Boy, and I know the song. What? So, no. All right, then it's not that, but Jesus Christ, we have to watch Bubble Boy. You'll <laughs> fucking love it. I'm sure I it's will. It's hilarious. I remember seeing previews. It was one of the previews on one of the VHSs we almost oh burnt God, out as a yeah. kid. I don't remember which one, though. Oh, I was going to ask which one that was. All right. Be careful. This is... Welcome back for another episode. This is a warning for Sam. Be careful of your... <laughs> Pardon me. Bless you. Thank you. Uh, watch out for your pop guard. When you're gesturing. Yeah. Watch your back pop guard. Pop guard. Get fucking knocked Pardon out, me. bitch. And I'm totally leaving that sneeze in, even though we're not videoing today. Yeah. We're... I, we're human beings. Yeah. I've, okay? We sneeze. All right? Yeah. I... Good God. Don't come at me. <laughs> I have had a, an anxiety-ridden day today, and I am running on two fucking brain cells and uh, a sip of serotonin <laughs> like <Yeah>. two shillings <laughs> short of a farthing yep that one that Which, too i don't know if that means anything i know those are denominations <laughs> of old-timey currency but i'm not sure their monetary value oh but the way that you looked when you said it though <laughs> like, you, you looked as if like, you were like, no, no farthing. Yeah, two shillings <laughs> short of a farthing. <laughs> two shillings haven't been worth a farthing in 25 years. <laughs> Plus a fortnight. Plus a fortnight <laughs> and a bushel of apples. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, well... Boop, boop, boop. What, what's new, Scooby-Doo? Oh, we're not videoing today. Sorry, someone didn't have time to clean her pod room, so. Yep. That's that. Yep. But um, also, I uh, didn't realize that when you went live on Instagram, like, <laughs> you couldn't really save the video kind of doodle. Yeah, I mean, I know that you have literally no idea yeah no i'm I'm, like i look at our stuff (laughs) yeah i look at stuff uh (laughs) yeah every once in a great while i'll scroll some reels on instagram but even that's uncommon um i haven't gotten into the real thing too too much yeah i'm just an old person when it comes to technology 
You are you and your Samsung. It's not Samsung. It's a Note now or something. Hmm? Right? No, no, no. It's Did you uh, go back? it's a Samsung. Oh my! No, it's a. It's sorry. It's not even Samsung. It's a Nord. Oh yeah. Or oh, a OnePlus is the brand name of the phone. Okay. Nord N ten five G. It's nice. a Android based operating system that is a fraction of the cost of Samsung because fuck you I don't need all that shit Samsung uh, produces other than Apple produces the most uh, screens and uh, like for phones but Samsung produces more than Apple um, sure. they produce almost all the monitor screens yes Yeah. yep they got monitors they got TVs they got phones they got yeah and I, they like sell them to the other brands. So like ah, Samsung is screens. Like they gotcha. have the monopoly on screens. Gotcha. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not quite as diverse as Yamaha. No, God, Yamaha. They got everything from keyboards to motorcycles, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. T-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, listen, they got T-shirts for all of that different stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. And. That was very popular in band if you as a percussionist, because a percussionist would yell at you and be like, you fucking if that's what they sounded like. Don't judge me. OK. All right. Um, Sorry. I just I didn't know if there was words in there that I was supposed to understand. Poser. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Uh, they but they were in the back of the room. So you mm. can really hear. Them sure. Yeah. I mean, no one listens to them anyway. It's like people <laughs> play the trumpet. <laughs> As someone who auxiliary played the trumpet, you're not wrong. <laughs> I played like third chair trumpet in like the third band I was in. And I was like, this is fun, guys. This, the only way is it could this be... what it's like for the rest of you not to care? Right. The, <laughs> the only way it could be worse is uh, if you were a, a, a flautist. A flautist? Because like uh, no one listens to flute players, but when they so do their thing, they just is more the sound that they make. I hated that. Yeah. That's what I heard every time. one of the crime. Because I was not in the band, but I knew... And bandies. Yeah, I knew a Band bunch nerds. of bandies, you know. Yeah. If you would have called me a bandy in high school, I probably would have shoved you into lockers and been like, no. Yeah, no, that's because. It is band nerd. Thank you. I mean, band nerd, bandy. I don't know. I don't no. Know. No. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I believe you. I, I just I just don't. Yeah. I mean, I just had friends in the band. I don't think I ever called them bandies uh, okay. in high school. It was your behind the back term. Uh, I or mean, later in life term. Yeah, I think it was just later in life. Gotcha, I just gotcha. referred to them as bandies. I mean, never with any animosity or no. or no, uh, I was just denigrating at all. But yeah, they were. Hey, listen. I'll fight you over something that doesn't matter. Fuck you. Yeah, and I'm not taking back the <laughs> flute thing either, even I though... I don't take back the flute thing either, or the trumpet thing, or e- percussion thing. Right, even though my therapist uh, apparently played the flute in high school, so... Eh. <laughs> hey, listen. If she ever listens to this podcast... Hi, Denise. I'm not sorry. <laughs> I'm not sorry. <laughs> we have a lot to talk about, Samuel. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I heard you talking shit. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, Lord. So what have we been up to? 
Uh, we watched some fucking Superman movies. We <laughs> did. Oh, the OG Superman yes, movies. Yes, Christopher Reeve fucking mm-hmm. Superman. Getting lost in them baby blues. Oh, my God. He's an odd-looking man. He is handsome as he fuck. He is. Mm. When he is in Clark Kent mode, yeah. he's one of the most... And I get it. Like, I get it. I get it. But he's so off-putting. <laughs> but I get it. I yeah. understand why he's like that. But he is not attractive as Clark Kent. And then he's like, oh, hello, I'm Superman. I yeah, he stands up straight, fucking uh, yeah. rips some glasses off. Uh, uh, Bulges out the, his fucking package and them red underwear. Oh my god, they had to have <laughs> that thing to its fucking core. What are you talking like, about? He's just packing a fucking hog. I guess a horse hog. Yeah. <laughs> um, but other than his penis, the movie was good. <laughs> the Both first movies were good. Well, all right. So we had an uh, argument with our friends about which sequel was worse superman 3 or superman 4 and our friend colon is wildly mistaken thinking that superman 3 is worse and every single person i have talked to thinks superman 4 is the worst one so i'm just saying i've crowdsourced this like a motherfucker and everyone i've talked to agrees that superman 3 is better i'm just saying i mean i would not elect to watch any of them again. Not even the first one. The first one's fine. No, the first one's good. First one's Um, good. His adoptive... Spoiler alert. uh, His (laughs) adoptive... (laughs) If you haven't read the comics from, what, 90 years ago? Yeah, literally. Uh, His adoptive dad dies very quickly <laughs> yeah well look here's the thing they had to they didn't have a lot of time you know? there was a lot to fit in to that two-hour first movie yeah. they had to go with superman's origin of krypton being destroyed who his dad was Which in kryptonian was society this like green like crystal yes in his little thing in that, his spaceship in yes. his spaceship that they sent and i was I, at one point he's a teenager and he's handling it and i'm like you're not gonna feel well my boy <laughs> and then i didn't know that until like right before he throws it and fucking shit materializes for his little fortress of solitude center. yes uh fortress Justice of solitude <laughs> whatever you know what i mean i do i'm loving this right now oh at the God. same time i also hate it <laughs> <laughs> but I'm here for it. But yeah, I didn't know the green one was like a knowledge crystal. I was like, if it's green and it's around Superman, it's kryptonite. Which you, and I can't fault you for thinking that assumption. It's pretty, yeah, and standard. Then, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was just a lot of crystals, to yeah. be honest. And that's yes. coming from a person who believes in crystals. <laughs> <laughs> and has many, many crystals. Well, they were all clear <laughs> crystals, okay? They were so. Clear crystals, but with him, yes, because there was the green one and then there was a red one. Okay, so there was, yep, yeah, there was a fuckload of crystals there and there was were. one green one and one red one. <laughs> okay, hey, because details matter. <laughs> so, yeah, we watched Superman's because I had seen, I know that I've seen the first one. At least. Uh, at least parts of it here and yeah. there. Um, but it had not been for a very long time. But I had 
only seen like three and four. So then we watched one and two. Well, we started two. We still need to finish two. Oh, yeah. We did. Mm-hmm. We fell asleep very quickly. Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, General Zod. I didn't mean to disrespect you like that. Oh, my God. Because Wait, it no. was like 7.30 or 8 o'clock. Wait. We're just old and fall asleep All early. Right, maybe. Oh, Be- yeah. No, because the because trial the, the of General little, Zod yeah, is yeah, in the beginning yeah, of uh-huh, the first uh-huh. one. Yeah, and like the little mirror thing flips. Yes. The, the Phantom Realm bad guys. Yes, the Phantom Zone. Damn it! I get it wrong either, like either or. <laughs> oh my God. Welcome to the Phantom Zone bad guys. <laughs> it's my favorite, one of my favorite parts of Lego the, Batman. Uh, Lego Batman, yeah. yes, which is the su- most superior Lego movie. The Lego movie was great. Yeah, it was And I good. love the Lego movie. Uh, everything was awesome. <laughs> um, but <laughs> that was, the, you were like, eh, i <laughs> That laugh. No, it was good. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> that was not patronizing. Okay. It was just a chuckle. But uh, yeah, Lego Batman, hysterical. Even Kaylee laughed. So, uh, that, right. That's high. I mean, that's that's high well, regards. Yeah, even Kaylee laughed out loud and not just on the inside. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> oh my god! All right, so we watched the Supermans. I've been watching a lot of anime and stuff with my dad. We've been going through um, Attack on Titan. Thank you. There you mm-hmm, go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And yeah, I you're way be, further than me now. Yeah, on yeah. Back on Titan, I sure am, and it's great. If you haven't <laughs> watched it, and you don't mind fake cartoon gore, you should totally watch it. It's pretty visceral yeah, and intense yeah, yeah. for when it comes to the action scenes. And yeah, and I got it's like George R. R. Martin up in that bitch. Yeah, don't fall in love with any characters. Yeah, just don't do it. Yeah, it's bad. Just go in there expecting everyone dies. Okay, so just don't. Get but favorites. new characters get introduced that you enjoy yeah. just as much as the previous ones. But once mm-hmm. again, don't get attached to them either. Uh, don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. Uh, well, uh, in outside of the world news, um, we helped. Your brother. Well, it was a reunion of the three Miller boys. Yeah. The other weekend. And uh, I almost said a clan reunion, but that. Whoa. I meant with a C. With a C. We're white. You don't get to say clan. I look. I. Except if you're making fun of them. (laughs) I agree. A thousand percent. (laughs) But it was in Martinsville. So. (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry, Ben. Quote unquote Waverly. Okay. <laughs> oh, Lord. Yeah. If you didn't know, Martinsville is the uh, uh, Indianapolis, the Indiana capital, but also I'm pretty sure we we lead in that area for uh, club membership, if you get my drift. Uh, I think back in the day it was Kokomo, or at least that's where DC Stevens was set up. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't really but care. <laughs> it's still it's still fairly sundown towny. Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, like I don't want to be there after it's sundown. So, <laughs> bye. Mm-hmm. Doodaloo. Yeah, and I and I mean it too. Martinsville. 
Like anyone listening from there. <laughs> Don't try to argue with me. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we helped him work on a renovation project. I kept where, calling it a barn raising. Well, actually, yeah, not renovation. He's uh, building an extra like mother-in-law quarters type deal with yeah. a cabin on his property. And it's... Yeah. Uh, pretty badass yeah he ordered the kit has like all the raw materials and just gotta you know pour pour some concrete and then hoof it together so Mm. me and my uh, brother luke were helping him with that and with with the help of his now wife now wife natalie Natalie. and cassie and uh his new father-in-law randy yeah i was a ballast (laughs) all day long you did. The, you were the best ballast. You were a ballastrina. <laughs> a ballastrina. Uh, I will accept this term. <laughs> yeah, I like it. I like it. Makes me feel a little bit better about myself. There you go. Because I'm just a literal sandbag. That's how I feel. But it is an important thing. Extreme, OSHA demands it. So. Extremely important. Like, if we're not going to tie off the ladders, I prefer someone to be standing at yeah. the bottom holding it. I catch you. I catch you when you fall. I'm not going to fall as long as the ladder stays in place. So you were integral in the process. Thank you. It, it was very muddy, too. <laughs> yes, it was muddy uh, out there. It's probably going to be muddy again. But yeah, hey, well, here we go. That's what it is. Uh, like Sam said, we uh, uh, Ben and Natalie got married uh, not too long ago. So romantic. <laughs> um, and I officiated their wedding. It was lovely and beautiful and wonderful. And many people took pictures. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I saw so many angles and faces of mine that <laughs> I could have lived without seeing. Yeah. Harrison did, though. He uh, screenshotted a picture of, you know, the thing. And then he zoomed in on my face in the background where I have no idea that a photo is being taken. <laughs> and I just have the worst face on. Oh, he was no. like, girl, it looks like you're biting your lip. He was, uh, and he just kept making jokes about it. Sure. <laughs> it was just like, oh, is that, is it the point of the ceremony where you ask uh, does anybody have any reason? <laughs> any object? Does anyone object to this union? Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. I don't think you've included that in any of your ceremonies because nope. who does that anymore? <laughs> yeah, when we got married, uh, my uncle was like, hey, do you want to do that? And I was like, fuck no. Fuck no, because there are plenty of good reasons. So everybody keep your fucking mouth shut. <laughs> He's been here long enough. He's <laughs> fine. Right. Don't give him another chance to run. He's already up Literally. here. Literally. <laughs> Look at him. He looks so handsome. Let him do his thing. <laughs> <laughs> but the wedding was beautiful and wonderful. And all the kids were there. And they had family and friends. And yeah. Yeah. It was a beautiful time. It was beautiful. Everyone looked beautiful and handsome. Yeah, absolutely. I cried. Me too. Me too. Like a baby. They're Ugh. just good nuggets. They are. They are. Um, What else? Other than that little doodledge. Um, oh. Tomorrow, which doesn't mean anything to you listening. Uh, January 27th is my birthday. Yep. So. Happy bird turn. Thank you. 
I will be 34. I'm mm-hmm. excited. Kaylee was like, come join the dark side. <laughs> said, all right. Only yes, I cookies. also say, come join the dark side. Yeah. And yeah. I can make you cookies. You sure can. You're the best. You're the best baker. Um, But yeah, uh, we're going to go to like a haunted beer and wine tasting. Mm-hmm. With our friends Abby and Colin. So that'll be fucking sweet. See Kaylee Dunn at some point because she my hoe. <laughs> um, oh, congratulations goes out to my sister. I won't go into much more detail than that. Um, she's yes. not pregnant, <laughs> nor is either of her cats. Because that is also a cause to celebrate. But for the moment, congratulations. Uh, you know what you did. Everybody <laughs> congratulate her. Um, and then also congratulations to Robin, our yes. listener. The fourth member of GTS. <laughs> um, she, um, I fucking misworded my thing because I can't read. Your post? Yes, my post. I made a post about her. She won MVP blocker for her first scrimmage mm-hmm. that she had. Uh, they had their first bout, and then they had a scrimmage afterwards. And she won the blocker for that with the Naptown Roller Girls. So, Hell yeah. Congratulations, Robin. Way to fucking push people down. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. I wish that my body could tolerate being out there because I would love to push some hoes down. Like, I got anger. But it's not about that because i it's the same reason that i can never do any type of martial arts or fighting is because uh, it's personal you hurt me <laughs> right, i'm going yeah, to kill you yeah yeah now. you can't spar you just no. create enemies yeah yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's exactly it that's exactly it <laughs> oh my god but yeah man that's i think that's pretty much yeah, I think it, so. It hasn't. It fucking snowed a shit ton in Indiana. That was cool. Eh, it was fine. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 when I say a shit ton, I should probably take that back because, like, Buffalo, New York has had like 47 inches of snow. Yeah, but, you know. It's Buffalo. Exactly. Why do you live there? Uh, well, you know, because. Uh, anyway. <laughs> yeah. I. Uh, <laughs> I don't need to be on here slandering New York the way that I do all the time. I just don't have any affinity for the place whatsoever. There's no reason that I need to visit it. I lack the ability to ignore things. So New York is just, uh, from what I understand. It's a no-go zone for you. uh, Yeah. If you can't ignore, you cannot go. I was trying to think of something that rhymed with ignore, but I got nothing. Other than Eleanor, and then I couldn't think of anything real quick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. All right, my dude. Uh, you can't ignore uh, New York City's your Eleanor. Yep. It's a Gone 60 Seconds reference. Oh, uh, anyway. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I don't want it. Sure, but like it, ju- it would just cause misfortune. Ah, I like that. I like it. I like it. I like it. I have seen that movie. <laughs> I would hope so. You <laughs> are a times. giant Nicolas Cage fan. So. I love it. Yes, I we know that, that the Nick Cage film. one was a remake. Don't come after us. Yes, we yes, know. yes. <laughs> I have not seen the original. I have only seen Nick Cage and Angelina Jolips. 
Yeah. Uh, you like the other one better? The second one? No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I like the Nick Cage one. I find it more oh. entertaining. Yeah, that's what I meant by the second one. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm just saying uh, it's... Well, here's the thing. It's like if you're a car guy, grew up a car guy, you're supposed to like the first one better. But... Okay. It's not as good. I oh, did I mishear you. you and yeah, say it wrong? Oh, okay. I, yeah, no, I was just like... Uh, wait, what? I was like, did I mess it up? <laughs> Somebody messed it up, and it probably wasn't. Maybe it. it was me. I don't know. Well, probably wasn't. Maybe it was. <laughs> I either <laughs> confirm nor deny. <laughs> All right. Well, Samuel, have you brought us some shit today? I have so much shit. <laughs> awesome. Late. Lay it down. Oh, for I'm about me. to shit all over you. Oh my god, great. I'm <laughs> okay. so excited. So I this story comes from I was talking with a coworker and we both mentioned that our significant others love true crime. Yes. And he brought up this specific person and was like, Have you heard of this person? And I was like, No. Not that I can recall. Yeah, and I know that you uh, said his name to me, and I, because of all the important things I've had to do this week, um, <laughs> oh, I go back to work next week. That's why I was joking about important things. I'm still off from surgery. I go back to work next week. Um, I can't remember what you said. It's all right. So we're going to get into this. I need to know this shit. This motherfucker. I love it. All right. So... Sorry. We are going to talk about Herbert. Oh, yeah. Richard Baumeister. Oh, my God. The Baumeister. <laughs> I'm going to call him Herbie, hoping I love it. that he fucking hates that it. That he's <laughs> offended by it deeply. I, I hope that posthumously fucking hates it. Good. Oh, good. He's dead. Uh, so, Herbie. <laughs> Fully loaded. Uh, was born in Indianapolis, Indiana. God damn it. On April 7th, 1947. Oh, okay. He was the oldest of four. Ugh. His parents were Herbert and Elizabeth. Adorable. So Herbie's a fucking junior. Herb's junior. Right? Um, Herbert Sr. was an anesthesiologist. Mm. So... Herbie, growing up, allegedly had a pretty normal childhood. Okay. But as he started growing up, he started showing more and more signs of antisocial personality disorder. Mm. So the 50s term for weird as fuck. A little bit. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, he started playing with dead animals. Perfect. <laughs> and would also uh, say weird shit. Great. Uh, one of his childhood friends recalled him wondering aloud. Um, he wondered what human urine tastes like. No, I. That's just never been a like a a thought that I've wanted to follow a, through. A curiosity with. of yours. Yeah, I'm like I bet human urine tastes the way it smells. Yeah, you know um, what I mean. Like that's. The most thought I've had along the lines of tasting urine. But I'm not going to yuck your yum. Yeah, at the same time, <laughs> if you're into it. If you're into it, you're into it. But as a child. Right. Concerning. As a child, 
concerning. Also, if you're playing with dead animals, um, he started acting out at school more. No way. Um, he urinated on a teacher's desk. <laughs> Listen, some of us use urine as a weapon. He also put a dead crow in a teacher's desk. Yeah, I feel like that one's a little bit more offensive than him peeing on it because, like, I don't know. It's I I just I want to know more about the desk peeing story. Like, yeah, were other kids around? Was he standing on the yeah, desk he while like, he <laughs> did it? Like, yeah, is this a Calvin class clown thing? Or, or yeah, yeah. No, I'm interested. Yeah, yeah, you like that? I did. <laughs> Um, apparently as a teen, he was, uh, diagnosed with schizophrenia Oh. and, and one of the things I read, it also said multiple personality disorder, which is what they used to call dissociative identity disorder. Yeah, that DID. Yes. But I only saw it in one thing, but schizophrenia popped up all over. Um, they didn't treat it. Part, that's what I suggest he when was, people are like, oh, you have a medical condition? I'm like, I don't treat it though. Yeah, he was just diagnosed with it, which... Um, Mental illnesses generally heal themselves. Oh, yeah. Well, we're not sure. Ooh. <laughs> I'm so <laughs> Fucking Brady Bunch over here. All right. So, he... <laughs> it was more your face than anything. I was quite surprised when that happened. I'm so sorry. No, it's fine. Uh, so, like, at the time, it was just uh, shifting from, like, electroconvulsive therapy for treating oh. schizophrenia to, uh-huh. um, like, drug therapy. So, we're not sure if he was put on oh, any medications Thorazine or not. was probably right around yeah, that Yeah, probably time. right around that time. So, we're not sure, but we... Okay. It, Maybe. Probably a little bit of both is what I'm going to assume. But I think if he wasn't treated, it's because they're probably trying to shield him from electroshock therapy. Or doping him up. Or they just kept his drug treatment on the down low. But sure. so, so we're not sure. Okay. But it definitely, he was not openly treated for schizophrenia. Sure, sure, sure. It was not, his condition was not managed. Yes. <laughs> So, uh, he was a social outcast in high school. Uh, Nobody wants to play with the kid playing with dead things and stuff. Yeah, Yeah, we all know him. He just, like, he was that kid who, like, always hung around, like, the popular jocks trying to, like, be cool with them. But, like, dude, find the burnouts, find the band nerds, find. Find another offshoot, because that's not your place, my guy. Yeah. They're never going to accept you. No. I mean, there there have been some jocks with some heart of gold, hearts of gold throughout the years who are very decent, loving people. But, yeah, it's just sure. probably not your scene. Um, <laughs> so, uh, this continued on when he went into college, where he started at IU. And I couldn't even get into IU, and I haven't killed anyone. Yeah, well, mm-mm. Uh, <laughs> if this desk peeing crow, he also had a rich daddy. Okay, there you go. I was like, if he had a better GPA than me, like this is gonna hurt. A little I bit. mean, he probably did. Listen, it wasn't that bad. It was like he just had like outbursts <laughs> and erratic behavior. Oh, I was just saying, was mine, just my GPA wasn't that bad. Oh, gotcha. It was bad. It wasn't that bad. <laughs> so uh he went to iu where he dropped out in his first semester 
Uh, this uh, He started in 1965. Uh, in 1967, Daddy, uh, like, pressured him into trying to go back. Oh. Uh, and so he went back in 1967 for anatomy as Great. his major and then Great. dropped out again in the first semester. Oh, all right. <laughs> uh, I read something in another uh, article about Butler, but I, I just, I don't care. <laughs> sure. Um, it was We're when, not talking about his academic career today. Right. It was in his second round of Indiana University where he met uh, Juliana Sater, uh, mm. who we're going to call, who went by Julie. All right. Um, they started dating, uh, found out they had a lot in common. Uh, apparently. She too likes dead crows. <laughs> well, maybe she just likes to eat crow. <laughs> so apparently they both dreamed about being entrepreneurs and owning their own business mm. and they also were both super politically conservative so. Ray, <laughs> why does that usually seem to be the trend any hoozles. uh so they got married in 1971 I bet that was a groovy wedding. <laughs> oh, Them yeah. conservatives right? in the 70s. <laughs> Fucking super groovy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was trying to find a Mitt Romney joke there, but... <laughs> You're hilarious. <laughs> About as groovy as Mitt Romney. Yeah. Yep. Couldn't find anything. I, I think that that's the whole joke right there. <laughs> that's good shit. Um, <laughs> so... Uh, so they get married in 1971, and then six months into the marriage, uh, Daddy shoves Herbie into a mental institution for oh, two months. my God. We're not sure why. I mean, <laughs> I, yeah, okay. Yeah. But he's a grown human. Yep. Uh, okay, but we're, yeah, he was but 24. But we don't know why. <laughs> yeah, he was 24 when this happened. Okay. All we know is Julie is not deterred at all by this kooky guy. (laughs) Great. Great. I'm sure it ends up really, really swell for her. Yeah. So next, uh, Daddy gets this little bitch a job at the Indianapolis Star. Oh, the great Indianapolis Star. The biggest paper, uh, newspaper in in Indianapolis. Um, He gets him a job as a copy boy. So super entry level position, you run errands uh, and you, yeah, you go for, you take uh, reporter stories that they typed out and take them to like the editor and stuff. Yes. Okay. So I'm holding up a hand. It's a rule if I'm going to switch topics. Um, So my friend Jackie or friend of the podcast, Jackie, Mm -hmm. uh, she was a gopher for one of the, our teachers but this was in middle school, and she kept saying the word gopher. And she was like, I'm Mrs. Whoever's gopher. And I was like, I can't believe she would talk shit like that to you because I thought she was calling her a gopher. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, I can't believe that she calls you that. That seems a bit suspect. <laughs> It wasn't until I was like... So you didn't know the old dad joke. Yeah, it's a gopher. Go for this, go for that. No. Do you think people wasted time talking to me when I was a child? Adults quickly exited as soon as they could around me. And I was like, but wait, come back. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But but it sounded more like, but wait, come back! 
pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty close. But yeah, no, I didn't know until in high school. I was like, oh, I'm a fucking idiot. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure in high school, Jackie called you an idiot. <laughs> More than likely. It was deserved. <laughs> okay, so he gets this little uh, bitch boy job at the star. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, Herbie is, but Herbie's all about it. Like he's super right. eager. He thinks it's going to be his career. He's going to work his way up. Co- oh, okay. Yeah, no, not a stopping on a copyist. Not, yeah, no, I fucking hit the mountaintop, guys. Hey, some people. Hallelujah. Live for it. Um. So, because of this, he's constantly trying to impress his bosses and constantly trying to fit in with his other coworkers, like trying super fucking hard he's what we would call a try hard um i ref- I, I thought of it as like he's andy from the office yeah. but like how this looks in real life not when it's scripted yeah not when it's funny <laughs> yeah so uh turns out nobody liked him because Aww, of that weird <laughs> yeah strange how that is the norm so, yeah, he uh, deuced out and went to work for the BMV. I think that he's going to do great things at the BMV. So uh, he gets another entry level position, except at this job, instead of being the overeager people pleaser, um, he went with bossy and aggressive for no reason. Great. Yeah. <laughs> nope. I was hoping that that was uh, the way he was going to go. <laughs> Successful. <laughs> right. Yeah. So because he was emulating what he believed was good supervisory behavior. Uh, so if he acts yeah. like a supervisor, they're going to make him a supervisor. Fuck, Duh. Yeah. Duh. That's how things work. And your other co-workers love it. So people still thought he was erratic and odd what? Uh, with a weird sense of humor oh. slash propriety. Okay. Uh, <laughs> for example, one year he sent all of his co-workers a Christmas card with him and another dude in holiday drag. All right. I mean, he wasn't known for it. No. And this is also in like the early mid 70s. Oh, yeah. I... <laughs> I've already forgotten at what point in time we are. <laughs> so, so this is not a hee hee ha 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 type of oh, admission. Oh, yeah. Now. It's uh, probably it, pretty shocking to yeah, most people. Yeah. Okay. Imagine if you work with Red Foreman from that 70s show and you oh. show him a p- picture yeah. of you in holiday drag. Like cool. that's, yeah. Well, for me, that's uh, just the holidays. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> like to glitz it up around the holidays, you know? So, uh, but he sticks it out there for 10 years and, God! uh, God! yeah, he, uh, he worked his way up to program director, uh, uh. position he was shooting for. Oh, um, no. but that same year in 1985, he was shit canned for urinating on a letter addressed to the governor. Oh <laughs> my God. Now listen, I don't know that that's a reason to fire somebody. If you get caught, <laughs> I came it it already had pee on it. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it depends. You have a cup of urine, and you're just like ah, uh, but the- <laughs> piss to the fucking governor, right? But if I mean, your dick's out in a room, right. of people, that's very problematic. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
Um, so this also solidified uh, who was responsible for the urine found on his manager's desk a few months earlier. Hilarious. <laughs> Hilarious. Not funny, but funny. I mean, this guy loves to just piss everywhere. He lo- he's a pissing boy. So while he was working at the BMV, Herbie and Julie decided to procreate. Great choice. Um, they had three kids. Uh, Marie was born in 1979. Jesus. Eric, uh, spelled E-R-I-C-H. Oh, like an asshole. Yes. The <laughs> dumbest way to spell Eric. Oh, my God. Uh, what an uh, asshole. Gotta ruin everybody's life, right. huh? No, no. I don't want, not trying to insult any Eric's with a C-H. It's not your fault. No, your it's not your fault. Your parents are dumb and named you that. And uh, as my mom said about a kid in my uh, second grade class, no, honey, his name is Brennan. His mom just can't spell worth shit. <laughs> and then I went back and repeated that. That's funny. But I only told the teacher, so. So, that's good. Yeah. Uh, so Marie in 1979, Eric in 1981, and Emily in 1984. No, this is impressive because Julie says they only had sex six times over the course of their entire relationship. Disgusting. Uh, she says she never even saw him naked. He would change in the bathroom. Uh, whenever it's like pajamas or yeah, whatever, shirt sex, uh, right? Yeah. I'm pretty sure he just like unzipped. I don't even think he pulled I his pants that. all the oh, way down. Oh god, okay, that's my guess. I don't know. Ugh. Maybe he pulled pants down to knees, but no, I don't know. Ugh, okay. But he probably He's definitely never did. Nude. He didn't take his socks off. I can almost guarantee uh, no, you. No, definitely not. Um, he said it was because he was ashamed of his skinny body. Must be so hard. Must be. Oh, must be so hard. <laughs> I said I'm not skinny phobic. Sure. So, I mean, yeah, he had now. some type of body dysmorphia where he I, hated what he saw in the mirror. It fucking sucks. Uh, as someone who suffers with body dysmorphia, yeah, that shit sucks. But I think that we can uh, all shit on this guy. Yeah, he sucks. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> So when things were going good at the BMV, Julie decided to, I think she was a high school teacher of some kind. She decides to become a stay-at-home mom. Uh, So then Herbie gets shit-canned and uh, he can't find steady work really good. Stay-at-home dad. (laughs) So yeah, so she goes back to work and uh, he stays at home with the kids. Uh, apparently sure, that was great was, for development. Well, apparently he was uh, uh, involved in Loving Father. Um, he just had... So was BTK. Right, exactly. So <laughs> uh, not having a job. Sure. He had a little bit too much time on his hands. A little bit. And as they say, uh, idle hands are the devil's playthings. Mm. Or uh, devil's workshop. I've heard both. Eh, whatever. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So, yeah, too much time on his hands, and unbeknownst to Julie, he starts um, drinking a lot and going to gay bars. Cool. What a cool thing to hide from your wife. You're supposed to be more surprised about the gay bar thing. I mean... (laughs) He had sex with her six times, all right? He's putting it down. Yeah, pussy hound. Right? (laughs) 
Um, so he bounced around jobs till he found his way to a job at a thrift store. Fun. Um, initially, he thought the job was below him. No way. But then he figured out, oh, there's some money to be made in this business of thrift. Ah, yeah, there is. So he spent the next three years learning all the facets of the place. Oh, great. And uh, apparently during those three years, his dad died. Okay. We're not really sure what kind of effect that had on him and his life and marriage, all that jazz. So after those three years in 1988, he ran to mommy Great. and borrowed $4,000. Ooh, that's quite a bit of money. And he and his wife opened Save-A-Lot. Get <laughs> the fuck out of town. Okay. I did that to you on purpose because that's what I thought when I read it. So uh, I'm not sure of how nationwide yeah. it is, but Save a Lot is a discount grocery chain. It is. As the we know. Big it. lots of groceries. Right. <laughs> so it's a, it's a discount grocery chain store, but that Save a Lot is spelled S A V E, like the word save a lot. His is a thrift store uh, that is S-A-V, no E. Oh, I mean, I knew it was a thrift store. Fuck. Hyphen A hyphen lot. Lot. Okay. So not not the nationwide grocery chain. Okay. 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 So I was, because when I first read it, I was like, get the fuck out of town. Yes. Save a lot started with this dude. This motherfucker. Not the same thing. Yeah. Duh. Duh. Context clues. So he opened (laughs) Save a Lot. It's this thrift store. It's just like a Goodwill or a Salvation Army store. Uh, And they also partnered with the uh, Children's Bureau of Internet of Indianapolis donating a portion of all their profits to the organization. Um, I'm sure that they uh, wear that badge with pride now. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, the store opens and it is fucking killing it, dude. All right. So much so that in their first year uh, of profits, they banked enough profits to like start working on opening a second store. Wow. All right. Um, so they were before the store opened, they were living paycheck to paycheck. And within three years, they were fucking loaded. dude. I must be nice when you start a business like that and it fucking takes off because that's not common. Right. So, uh, Three years later, like I said, they're loaded. In 1991, they move into a dream house called Fox Hill Farms. I went to Fox Hill Elementary, and so did Kaylee Dawn. That is, I think that's a different one. No, because there's Fox, is it in Indianapolis? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Fox Hollow Farms, not Fox Hill. I got confused because when I read it, no, I remember Fox yeah. Hill. I know exactly where you're talking. Okay, I don't about. know exactly where that one so is. So Fox but I do Hollow know. Farms is in Westfield. I do know where that is. <laughs> it is. Uh, wow. Yes, it's a upscale neighborhood. Yeah. They moved into an 18-acre horse Ooh. ranch property. Okay. Uh, it came with a huge house. Kind of mansion-esque. Sure. Um, 
it even had a stable and an indoor swimming pool. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like weekend dad level shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> weekend dad. You know, the weekend yep. dad who like has to buy a bunch of shit so he can't. So she gets less. Yeah. Um, that kind of asshole. Anyway, so <laughs> as soon as they start um, opening, as soon as they open the second location, like it does not do as well and they're starting to lose money. So the Shut her down. Right. The stress from working together uh, took a toll on Julie and Herbie and their marriage. And uh, yeah, and for the next several years, they would separate on and off sometimes for months at a time. That's probably a really healthy dynamic for their family at home. Oh, yeah, for sure. It was, yeah. yeah. I yeah, mean, yeah, Dr. Yeah. Phil would have loved it. Uh, they could have cussed him outside. Right. <laughs> Herbert, I'm going to need you to be honest with yourself. With yourself. Okay. <laughs> your you hairline can... <laughs> is as bad as mine. You can run from your problems, but your problems can't run from you. <sighs> Or some nonsensical other thing Dr. Phil would say. Some (laughs) non-licensed doctor thing. Right, yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, it took a toll on their marriage, and it also took a... (laughs) Also took a toll on the house itself. Uh, Oh, no. Yeah. Not the mansion-y house. The grounds started becoming overgrown with weeds, and the house just got... Oh, same. Right. Weeds, plural, not just weed. Same. <laughs> Listen, our house, our, the inside of our house is lovely. We like to support the pollinators yes. during the summer. <laughs> so the house also got messier and messier. No. Except for the pool and bar area. Oh, where Herbie entertained? Uh, that's the only uh, part that. They maintained? seemed interested in. Okay, that seems good. He kept the uh, pool area well decorated and oh no, oh no, the bar oh no. was always full. I'm afraid I I know what this is now. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, but let's keep going. I love it. Uh, one type of decoration he would use was mannequins. He would, from the store I that... Know. He would dress up and pose the mannequins to make it look like there was always a pool party. No! He home alone did all the fucking time! Oh my god! Rockin' around the Christmas tree! Oh my god. Damn, should have been recording. Oh my god. Could have saw me dance. So, as the marriage got rockier, Julie would take the kids and stay with Herbie's mom a lot at Lake. Wise choice. Right? But, okay, but your husband's mom is cooler than your husband. That should be a fucking sign to get out. I'm just saying, (laughs) your mom and I probably aren't going to do a lot of (laughs) hanging out. Just like 1v1. You know what I mean? And... I don't know that I don't know that I would be like, hey, your son's being a dick. Can I come over and talk right? to you about yeah, it? Shit, yeah. <laughs> well, my mom would shit talk with you and be like, she crazy. <laughs> I oh my god. Your mom would hear none of it. And she's loyal as fuck. And I'm a little jealous. I'm a little jealous, to be honest. <laughs> So, yeah, she would run to Herbie's mom's a lot. I guess she had a condo at Lake uh, Wawasee. 
Yep. Yep. <laughs> Which uh, that's a place. Yeah, it's uh, for any Indiana listeners. It's in a triangle in between um, Goshen, um, Fort Wayne, uh, Goshen, Kendallville, and another place. Oh Lord! So it's like northern. <laughs> yeah, Indiana. this is northern Indiana. Okay. So yeah, by the she dunes, would, she would hang out there. Um, and in the meantime, while she was doing that, Herbie would uh, cruise gay bars and then go back to his pool house and cry for hours at a time. <laughs> <laughs> Surrounded by mannequins. <laughs> Kevin, only you know my pain. Right. <laughs> Does anyone need a top off? Oh my god. <laughs> yes. My business and marriage are failing at the same rate. <laughs> so in nineteen <laughs> So in nineteen ninety-four. Oh no, I was alive. <laughs> You've been alive for you're gonna be alive for most of this. No! <laughs> So in 1994, Eric, who was 13 at the time, oh god, was playing in the little bit of woods that was behind their house, great, and he great, finds great. a partially buried full human skeleton. Wonderful! <laughs> what time of year no, is it? No, Halloween? No, no. Oh no, my god! It, was it came early? Um, oh no! He, not a bone, like not a pinky toe, not a femur. Oh no! A full ass motherfucking skeleton. Oh god, I wonder which end was unburied. I don't, I'm not sure. If it was, you know, the piggies, or if it was, uh, you know, more that money shot. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Uh, so Julie <laughs> was like, "Tell me something." Like, I gotta. I need something <laughs> from you, Herbert, because. You definitely did this. If you don't come up with anything else, you definitely did this. You're weird as fuck, my guy. So he said that it was from his dad's like medical practice and yeah. And that he was after his dad passed away. Trying to age it a bit with the soil. After his dad passed away, he had kept it in the garage and then he cleaned out the garage and then to- That's not the woods. Uh, he just decided that when he cleaned it out, eh, we don't need this, so I'll just bury it. I'm just going to throw this skeleton in the woods. I'm just going to partially into bury a it. part of a hole. All right. And she was like, fuck it. Yep, good enough. <laughs> fuck. All right. I, I got too Can much. Can you imagine? Um, Herb? Right. Yeah, I just have a few questions. So while the business in... Uh, the marriage and all that shit's failing, going down the failing, drain. Failing. Uh, there's been some murders happening in Indianapolis. Not murders. So now I'm going to introduce you to our next character. Oh, God. Virgil Vandegrift. Oh. That's a sweet fucking name, dude. Virgil Vandegrift. He is a private investigator who specializes. He's on the case. In missing persons. So in June of 1994, probably around the same time the skeleton was discovered. Oh, no, no shit. In the backyard. We didn't keep that on the DL. He was contacted by a uh, the mother of Alan Broussard. 
a 28-year-old young gay man who never returned home from the popular gay bar, Brothers. Uh, (laughs) Not the same, Brothers. Uh, Okay, so here's the thing. So there's like a a chain, yeah? Brothers is a popular bar downtown and on the east side. There are more of them. Yeah, there are some more. Um, (laughs) So the article that I read that mentioned that he was last seen at Brothers called it a gay bar. I don't know if, if like if it's who, brothers as we know it today. Right. I don't know if brothers used to be a gay bar or the fact that whoever wrote that article is not from <laughs> India. A ton of gay guys there. Right. It could have been a local hangout <laughs> but spot not. for but not <laughs> yes. actually a gay bar. Sure. So I'm I not feel sure. You. And the article I read that wrote the gay bar reason... probably isn't from indie, so they uh, yeah. I don't know. Okay. The only reason I have that reaction is because uh Kilroy's is, is not gonna not mean anything. A gay bar now. <laughs> no, it is a it is a, it's a bro bar. A bro bar, a frat hangout like you come home from college to hang out with your friends there. Yeah, when girls go, <laughs> they cover their drinks. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, he gets... Mad co- club. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's the roofie club, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he con- he's contacted by the mother of Alan Broussard, 28, um, and then a week later... Vin- vinegar? Yeah, it's Vic Vandergriff. What's his name again? Virgil Vanderheist? Virgil Vandergriff. Vandergriff. That's way cooler than Vandergriff. Yes. So a week later, Vandergriff is contacted by another mom. This was the mother of 32-year-old Roger Goodlett. Another gay man of similar build. uh, Who was 30? I said 32. You uh, did. uh, Who was a gay man of similar build and age to Alan. So he has a type. So Vandegrift, not scared or icked out by the gay scene, uh, started. How progressive of him in 1990 something. Yeah, well, you know, but I mean, this but is you're not wrong. for cop culture. Yeah, yeah. And he was a retired uh, Marion County Sheriff before he became a private investigator. All right, all right. Uh, so not icked out by the gay scene. Uh, he started distributing missing p- person posters at gay bars all around the city. Uh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, he interviewed quite a few people and uh, also received a call from a publisher of a gay magazine that told him quite a few gay men had disappeared in Indianapolis over the past few years. Probably. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me. I wonder how long Nouveau's been in. It's the uh, artsy uh, independent Is paper. it still a thing? I thought it might. I'm not sure. I think it Maybe like- not. But I wonder when it was established. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I remember it that's being around the, in the nineties. Yeah, that's yeah. the gay publication that I know of. Right. So Vandegriff is convinced that this is a serial killer. Uh, Griff, I think that you're correct. <laughs> your your hunch is strong with this one. Right. He goes to the cops, but the cops is they don't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck. That's they're, nasty. They're like they're probably missing because they ran away from their oppressive households and blah 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 blah. Yeah, like, yeah. They just want to live quote, their oppressive house. Yeah, they just want to live yeah. their free gay life away from their mommy and daddy. Fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you. No, no, no! Don't do your job. I know that's asking a lot. Fuck. So the but the case is about to bust wide open. Ah, uh, just like me. Oh, what? I don't know. <laughs> I got nothing. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, 
They're not all gems, Samuel. Uh, so he gets a call from, quote unquote, Tony. Oh. So, Our man Tony. Yes. See? We're going to, he preferred to go under an alias. Tony's what he chose. Hi, so Nick. that's how I'm going to refer to him. I love it. Uh, the whole rest of this time. So Tony was a friend of Roger Goodlett, the okay. second victim that he was mm-hmm. contacted about. Um, Tony, had, before he contacted uh, Vandegrift, he had already gone to the cops and FBI with his story, but they didn't really listen or I'm care. I'm Angel Johnson, and he's Angel Johnson, and we're from the FBI. <laughs> You're hilarious. Thank you. It's from Boss Burgers, if you haven't seen it. So, Tony, after not being listened to by the cops and FBI, finds out that Virgil's sniffing around. He was like, maybe he wasn't. So, he tells Virgil his story. Oh, no. Buckle up. (laughs) So, Tony Tony was at a gay club when he saw someone overly into Roger Goodlett's misting poster. So his what missing poster missing poster. Okay. Mm. I heard misting and then like blacked out and was like, what? Misting what? The misting poster. (laughs) So his missing poster. Yes. Some dudes oogling his friend who is missing. Yes. So something about it convinced Tony that this man knew something about it. So Tony, it's like, I'm going to go introduce myself. Yeah, let me go uh, slither up to Vic Vinegar. I know that's not his name, but now it's stuck in my head. Vandergriff. Well, well no. The, so, oh, no, he's telling Vandergriff he the is, story. He, I'm so sorry. He slithers up to... To this dude who he thinks Oogling knows and something. Oogling and Oogling. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. So he slithers up, introduces himself, and uh, the man says his name is Brian Smart, a landscaper from Ohio. Oh, uh, my. So, number one, I don't think it's that common for people to uh, introduce themselves in that order because that's so much information (laughs) up front. I I don't know if it was a direct quote of like, did it, you know, but. I'm a fucking idiot. I, guys, I'm so fucking literal. Oh, my God. No, because my imagination of this exchange is I'm Brian Smart. And whatever the fuck his name is. Yeah, no, you got it. it? Yeah, you got it. I'm Brian Smart. I am a landscaper from Ohio. That's not right, was it? Yeah, no, yeah. Fuck yeah. Thank you. That is how I imagined the interaction going. Yeah, no, I think there may have been a couple sentences in between. You mean like most humans speak? (laughs) So. I'm like, he's lying already. (laughs) I mean, he is. But. So, yes. so Tony brings up Roger Goodlett, the poster he was looking yeah, at. Yeah, so said that hot hunk's not around. Am I right? <laughs> so at so when he does this, Brian gets a little dodgy and evasive, right? Uh, so, hot on the heels. Right? So Tony lets up, you know, he doesn't want to drive this person away before he finds anything out. Uh, so... 
Yeah, so he lets up and they keep hanging out. They keep drinking. Whatever, right? Oh, great. I, dude, Tony, you have no idea what's going on. So later in the evening... Danger, Tony, danger. Uh, Brian invites Tony to swim at this house Brian is living at temporarily. Uh, he was landscaping for the new owners who were out of town. How are we going to explain the mannequins? <laughs> Even if they're not yours, you're bringing another human into that Home Alone house nightmare. <laughs> so, I, I don't know. I don't know. So Tony decides that he's going to go undercovers, uh, undercover, whatever. Um, so he decides yeah. he's going to go. So they make their way up to the north side uh, where Westfield is. And Tony is not familiar with this side of town at all. Great. Which like me being from growing up on the west side of Indy and like people talking about the east side. I don't know the east side at all. So sure. it, if someone took me to some place I didn't know, I would be very unfamiliar. Right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they pull up to this super large Tudor house uh, and go in a side door and then they go down some stairs to the pool slash bar area. Great. It's surrounded by mannequins. Yup. <laughs> so Brian then offers Tony a drink. Great. Which you totally accept because it's not going to have any drugs in it. Tony declines. Good. Um, and then, yeah, I'm sure that he was pumped about that, though. Oh, yeah. So then Brian, uh, Brian decides he's going to step out for a second and comes back with uh, a lot more energy and is a lot more talkative. Oh, okay. So, so did a line or three. Yeah, did a line or two, yeah. So next, uh, Brian brings up, hey... Somebody just recently told me about this thing uh-huh. called erotic asphyxiation. Oh, my God. He said, if uh, someone chokes you while you're having sex, it uh, gives you quite the rush. You want to do something fun and quirky? Right. So then he said, so he's. Oh, my God. Uh, teaching Tony how to cut off blood flow to the carotid artery. Great. Great. He said, great. when you do it, your lips change color. That's how you know it's working. That's how you fucking know. So he asked Tony. Oh. If he wouldn't mind doing it. To Brian. So that's how it starts. And that's how it should end. You choke (laughs) him out and then you run. So, yeah. So Brian asked Tony to choke him while he masturbates. I mean, I'm not above it. I, I, like most humans, like to be choked. Um, But... During the sexy time, not like random. <laughs> Please don't. If not you ever come up and see me, yeah, and fucking while I'm trying to get my uh, fucking oat milk, brown sugar shake and espresso. <laughs> Please don't come up and choke me. <laughs> oh fuck, that's so, funny. Yeah. How you doing <laughs> at Kroger? <laughs> so right, yeah. So yeah, I think he had him use like a hose from the pool area. What? 
Yeah. Well, I mean, didn't just do. You can't it. feel that. Well, I, which is more personal? I mean, I guess like having your hands on a human neck and feeling the fucking blood pump through your hand is really personal. And but, and a hose would be a little less. But a hose requires a, a like a larger w- level of trust because it's harder to fight someone off with a hose than just their hands are wrapped around your neck. I would I say. I mean, hose do be precarious. So <laughs> now that I'm not sure, uh, I think Tony probably spared Vandegrift some details about whether or not sure, 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 sure. Yeah, you know, we know. Yeah, but know, long story short, now it's Tony's turn. Great. I'm not interested. Thank you. Right. So now Tony's in the fucking lion's den. Choke me with the mannequin hands. Use <laughs> 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 your strong hand. Use <laughs> your strong hand. <laughs> um. Oh my god. So yeah. Now it's Tony's turn. You're in the lion's den. You don't know where you are. There's no good way out. You don't know if this is the person who did this, but he at least knows something. You're just you're in too deep, so you gotta let him choke you. I don't know that I would make that same decision <laughs> come game time, as those say, um, those people say. But no, no. But I, Tony, I respect your choices. Yeah. You didn't know what to you do. Get how you got here. You know, yeah, you get it. It happens. You're trying to find your friend. So he's choking Tony. Great. And Tony realizes that um, he's not going to stop. Yeah. <laughs> so Tony. That was my guess. Yeah. So Kay. Tony, being quick on his feet, decides that he's going to play possum and pretend to pass out <laughs> before he actually passes sure. out. Sure. Yeah. It. Great. Good <laughs> job. Uh, good thinking. Yeah. I'm not thinking that at that point. So yeah. So then Brian. Because I can't then, be like, that calm yes. ever. So then Brian ends up releasing before he actually passes out. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. And then because me, I'm gonna be like, <gasps> Jesus Christ! <laughs> yeah. Like it's I can't recover from that. Cool. Are you gonna sneeze? We have a, a guest in the pond room. It's Mick. He misses me. <laughs> so. Uh. Yeah, so he fake passes out. <laughs> Brian smart. lets go. So smart. And then uh, Tony wakes up. <laughs> oh, that was great. But I didn't get that time. Brian is very surprised because he thought that he had killed him. Killed? Like okay. He, like yeah. he wanted to. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he's like, and he was like, oh, uh, buddy! Hey, round two? Round two? You oh ready? God, I was freaking out because I thought that you weren't going to wake up. Oh my God. Sam is staring at me with the widest eyes. And if you've ever seen a picture of Sam, he does not have very large eyes. Uh, but I saw all of the white <laughs> of his eyes and he was staring at me. <laughs> Damn it. I should have cleaned up my room. <laughs> so now... Tony is apparently quite a bit larger than Brian. Okay. Got a little bit of weight to throw around. Right. And he didn't drink any of Brian's drinks. Good. Yes. Yes. So now Brian's like. Oh my God. (laughs) He's about to come down. He's going to start coming down real quick off of his mystery substance. Right. So 
Tony's like, hey, um, are we done here? Can you drive me back to Indy? Yeah. And Brian doesn't really have much of a choice. Yeah, what are you going to do? Let's uh, round, yeah. round two. Let You want to swim? <laughs> right, yeah. Did you want to swim? I don't think they ever swam. You feeling good, bud? <laughs> after your little siesta? <laughs> you got floaties? Uh, so, yeah, uh, Brian drives him back to Indy. And so Vandergriff hears this whole story. He believes him. Okay. I, well, I, it's not a story I'm going to make up. Right. And then tell another human about. That's so, for sure. Right. Yeah, no kidding. So now he bring. Now Let me tell you how big of a dumbass I was, please. <laughs> like a brave dumbass. Yeah. But here, let me tell you a story where I endangered my life. <laughs> So Vandergriff now, like before he went to the cops and was just like, hey, I think these are connected. Yeah. Now he goes back to the cops and says, hey, I have the story of this person that I think I is credible. Mm-hmm. Right. And it works his way. Like he gets in touch with uh, one of the missing person detectives. Great. Um, Mary Wilson. Oh, so, we got us a, a lady on the force. Right. Full of all of her lady ideas that this person's believable and gay people just don't run away. Weird. Yeah, that's strange. So she drives. She to- thinks. Yeah, right. <laughs> so <laughs> she's so surprised. <laughs> <laughs> she drives Tony around uh, like North Side. Come on, bud. He can't We're, find the house. I bet not. And I bet the fuck not. Yeah. They all look the same. It's Indiana for Christ's sake. There's not too many mansions. They were even like, hey, what about this one that looks like it has a pool? And he was like, no, I don't think it's that one. Oh, it was that it one. It was that one? Damn, that poor kid. He felt terrible. Yeah, of course. He felt so shitty. So he spends the next year constantly combing different gay bars trying to find, find him Brian again. again. Uh-uh. No, no, no. Uh, and then almost a year later, no. he they find each other at the same bar. Oh, my God. Is Brian like, hey, it's me, Brett. <laughs> Brett, <Yeah>. not <laughs> smartsman. Brett Mansley. I don't... <laughs> Brett Mansley. Please don't attack my <laughs> headphone cord. So, this time, Tony takes down Brian's license plate number. Smart. Mm -hmm. So smart. And then immediately calls Mary Wilson. Oh, yeah. Who then... Mary! Right. Who then figures out that the car is registered not to a guy named Brian Smart, but to a man named Herbert. Baumeister. Oh, fuck. Herbie, you done fucked up. Right. Beep, beep. So Wilson does some digging into this dude and now believes everything. Like, yeah. Hook, line, and sinker. All right. So Wilson then goes up to his store and. Oh, shit. Right. And confronts Herbie and says, hey, you're a suspect in an investigation of multiple missing people. Oh. Oh, well, that's strong. I don't know that I would have done that, but... 
Mary, I respect your solid police work. Right. I've never been a police lady in my life. So, uh, yeah, so she confronts him, tells him that uh, you're a suspect. We're on to you. If you want to clear your name, <gasps> let us search your house. Yeah. Let us just come on over. Yeah. Herbie's like, mm, fuck no. Uh, and if you ever want to talk to me again, talk to my lawyer. I mean, sensible thing to do. So then she talks to Julie and she was hey, like, bitch. hey, your husband is a suspect in yeah. this investigation. You also can give us permission to come search the house. And Julie's like, not going to do that. I like I'm not like I can't I'm not do, do that. that. Like, she was still in, like, a fog of trying to deal with all this. Anxiety. Like, yeah. bills are piling up. They're close to bankruptcy. She doesn't... He can't be locked away. Well, I mean, she just, like, she's <laughs> just dealing with so much yeah. shit. I think she was and just... the confirmation that her husband is nuts. Yeah. So... She, I'm sure she had what Bo Burnham would call a funny feeling. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, with no permission, uh, Mary Wilson goes to Hamilton County officials and tries to get a search warrant, but they say there's not enough evidence. Like, bro, Tony couldn't even, like, pinpoint the place. Yeah. Yeah. I get so, it. I get it. I so, guess. um. We're on to ya. Yeah. After Brian. This com- yeah. After this uh, confrontation. Uh, Herbie has a huge breakdown over the next six months. No way. I thought that he was just going to get more and more methodical <laughs> and, uh, you know, less and less loose ends. That doesn't seem typical of Herbie. Yeah. I to mean, get crazy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, so he starts to lose it. Yeah. Starts to lose it. <clears throat> Herbie and Julie's marriage is hanging on by a thread before this happened, and now that he's breaking down, like, shines fully off the apple now. Sure. And she's like... Julie's finally done and files for divorce. Good for Julie. And when she files for divorce... um, Was it a good or bad thing? She realizes that that whole skeleton uh, kerfuffle... Yeah! Has really been gnawing at the back of her head ever since she was first confronted by Mary Wilson. Weird. Mm-hmm. So she calls Wilson and tells her about the skeleton. She also lets Wilson know that she's going to let them search the property. Hell yeah, Julie! And she's also going to let them know when uh, Herbie's going to be out of town. Fuck yeah. That's the best fucking informant we've had in a minute. So on June 24th, 1996. Okay. Mary Wilson and three Hamilton County officers uh, show up. Sashay their way in. Yeah. Okay. And so they look close and see that the rocks and pebbles where the kids played. No. Were intermixed with bone fragments. Cool. They had them quickly tested and figured out that they were human bone. Oh my. So the next day, the excavation begins. Holy shit. 
shit. They excavated all 18 acres. Shut the <laughs> fuck up. And even some of the neighbor's property, too. Hey, Phil, we're just going to come on over for a hot second. Well, Julie, what's all this about? Uh, buried treasure? <laughs> yeah. Treasure. Uh, you ever gone metal detecting fishing? I uh, <laughs> have no. <laughs> I have none. <laughs> Phil? Uh, Phil, it's really cool. Um, <laughs> so they found over 5,500 bone fragments and teeth mixed together. What? Some of them. Five, five, zero, zero. zero. Yes. Wow. So, and a lot of them were charred. So they think that he burned the bodies in the fireplace and then would break up the bones and then like scatter the fragments and teeth around. So if Julie just left him, like, well, never mind. They're in and out, in and out. Yeah, in and out, in and out. Makes sense. And that's weirdly when these things happen. I started ticking. wasn't home. Yeah. Yeah, crazy. So they... Oh, my God. They gathered... So all these bone fragments and teeth uh, made up to what they think is 11 victims. Oh, my God. Um... Four of them were identified. One of them was Roger Goodlett. Um, another was Stephen Hale, age 26. Uh, another was Richard Hamilton, age 20. And another was uh, Manuel Resendez, age 31. Oh, my God. So, Backyard Boneyard hits the news. <laughs> it's the bone jam. I don't know if they use that as a... A, a, a headliner or anything, headline, yeah. But they showed up. It was right there, <laughs> to be honest. So Backyard Boneyard hits the news and Herbie hightails it. He, he is it. fully loaded uh, <laughs> and is out of here. So he flees all the way to Ontario. Okay. Canada. Not Thank you. Some state that has a Maine. Ontario as I well. I bet Maine has one. <laughs> And on July, I am slandering Maine. You're hilarious. <laughs> on July 3rd, 1996, Herbert Richard Baumeister was found dead in his car. He had shot himself in the head. Oh, shit! Yeah. He left a three-page suicide note apologizing oh, and it. explaining. <laughs> he blamed his failing business and, fa- and irreparable marriage. For killing men?! <laughs> He, uh, yeah, he did not mention anything about the <laughs> remains, no murders, no nothing. Oh, 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 <laughs> that he killed himself just because of his failures. So, yeah. And not, oh, uh, I'm also 100% guilty of the crimes that you so think I am. He's such a big bitch that, yeah. like, one, he preyed on unsuspecting victims. Two, he fucking, like, he's such a bitch that he couldn't face the consequences. Yeah, couldn't fucking face the music. Decided, so then, decided to kill himself, and even when he knew he was going to kill himself, writes a note as to why, and he's still such a big bitch, he can't even fucking 
admit that he fucking yeah, did it. Give some people some fucking uh, I. What is that called? Closure. Closure. Yeah. So during the subsequent investigation, they figured something out. No. In 1989 to mid 1990, there was a string of murders along I-70, which is the main highway uh, in between Indianapolis and Columbus. Four of these victims were from Indianapolis, so they thought maybe it's the same dude. And sure. So they get with Julie to find out where he would travel and go. Yeah, and while they were on again, off again, while he was, he would, he made, according to her, like over a hundred, quote unquote, business trips to Ohio and back. Jesus fucking. Christ. And with the information she gave them about timelines and they also matched up receipts, they found out that he not only is the Fox Hollows farm murderer, but was also the I-70 strangler. Son of a fucking bitch. I was going to say he practiced. Yeah. He on the road. He practiced on the show road on the fucking road until he had some place to bury the bodies. Yeah, when he, uh, his big, beautiful fucking house. So the I-70 Strangler. um, Yeah, when were they active? When was he active during that? From 1989 to 1990. Oh, you fucking said that. So from when he opened up the first store and was successful in those first two years before they bought the house. Jesus Christ. And So he was real good at it by the time they had the Fox Hollow farm. The harm. It's a harmacy. So they ident- fully identified the four victims I mentioned. They think it's Good. possibly 11, but combined with the I-70 uh-huh. Strangler murders, they believe he murdered uh, up to 25 people. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Oh, my God. What a prolific piece of shit. Yeah. Piece of shit. Is that all? That's all I have. Thank on you. That piece of shit. <laughs> I'm like over here. I'm like I'm not gonna breathe a full <laughs> sigh of relief yet because like I don't know. Is there more coming? Fucking. I had no Herbie. idea. I had no idea. I am. I know that I have heard it on a podcast. Mm. That was part of my research. My was favorite it? murder. Yes. Okay. I thought it was my favorite murder. Yeah. My favorite murder does an episode about him and their yeah. first live show in Indy. It's like episode 67. Oh, my God. I just. Uh, no. I Because. Oh, my God. The mannequins in the pool room. Uh, yeah. Fucking. No. It was so funny listening to that, re-listening to that episode. Yeah. Because they were, they were talking about, oh my God, it had to be like so echoey and smelled like oh, chlorine. God, yes. <laughs> yes. 110%. Bess you. I know. You are a star, baby. <laughs> not the star of this show. You are the star. Um... Not amazing, horrifying. Yeah. But solid work for justice. I, not justice. Solid work, police work, and um, cooperation. Yeah. 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 
I'm glad that some of those young men could be identified. Family could have closure. Yeah. I'm glad that piece of shit's dead. I wish he would have uh, faced more consequences Agreed. before I agree. he ended it. Absolutely. But... And I wish I'm he glad he's been, dead. Yeah, oh, yeah, me too. <laughs> um, I wish he would have been like interrogated and yes. put on trial so we would have more ammunition to make fun of him. Yeah, I agree. And he'd I be mean, exposed for the fucking useless, piece worthless of piece of shit he was. Yeah. Yeah. I, a great job, Sammy. <laughs> <laughs> horrible, horrible, great job. <laughs> Oh my god! Let's uh, we're gonna check. You know what? I think I'm gonna save mine. Yeah. Yeah, we're an hour thirty. So. Oh shit. Yeah, I. I spin quite a yard. You do. <laughs> you do. You knit a sweater over there. Look at you. <laughs> yeah. Cable knit sweater. Don't a cable you knit. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, come play this fun game with me. Oh god. Well, um, I got some shit. That you need to get. Okay. All right. Uh, this inspiration, forget that shit today, do be coming from the TikTok. Woo-woo. Like normal. This is Bellamere by Mal. Okay. Uh, you can find her on uh, Instagram and TikTok at Bellamere by Mal. And also, if you separate each of those words with an underscore, uh, she has her regular site and then a fan art site. Okay. Uh, Mal is a traditional artist specializing in animal art. Uh, her style is very geometric and dark. It's really rich. Um, there's loads of animals. Like there's this really cool, uh, it's kind of like a prism, but it has tentacles and it's like a nautical theme. (laughs) There's uh, some wood. It's just really cool. Um, do, 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 do. But like I said, loads of animal art. Um, but they, she also does nature. So there's like mushrooms. Mm -hmm. I think I spied a few fairy items. That kind of stuff. But she does do, uh, she has original art and she also has uh, prints, fan art, and stickers. I was immediately drawn to the stickers. Yeah. <laughs> drawn. <laughs> you like that? Yeah. Oh my God. But I was immediately drawn to the stickers. Bella Mir. By Mal. I want to show Sam. Do, do, do. So, how else would you describe that? And if you go back, you can scroll through more of her stuff. Gotcha. It's at the top. Yeah. Poor guy. I handed him an iPhone and he's like, the fuck is this? But um, her prints run about $22 and stickers are nine. Original works are available. Like I said, she's an artist. So, um, I... I can't remember because there are two gals that I was like, I found back to back. So I'm not going to speak on it. I don't. Anyway, they're beautiful. They're completely worth it. 
she is trying to reach some different goals that if you go to her Etsy page and her IG, she shares that with you in her TikTok. But yeah, um, her style is super cool. Very cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How would you describe it? Um, or do you feel as if I did an accurate job? Yeah, I think you did an accurate job. It's definitely like... Um, there are bold lines, but then there's a lot of fine, uh, refined art. Yeah, um, she's really it. good at uh, conveying like 3D and depth and uh, thank in, you in her designs. Uh, some of them are designed to where if you lay the piece at a certain angle, it looks like it's popping up 3D. Yeah, yeah. Uh, by using force perspective, it's really cool. I she has a ton of stuff. Um, so make sure that you visit Bellamere by Mel. Uh, I will put up her Instagram, TikTok, and her Etsy shop. So make sure you visit her. Yeah, there's like crabs and crows. There are skulls and red pandas. Mm-hmm. And she she does some like some color, uh, like the red panda is color. And then everything else around it is a grayscale. Yeah. So, oh, she has pandas, oh, red-eared squirrels. So just go over. Check out Bellamere by Mal, and um, you'll love it. Let us know how much you love it, okay? There you go. <laughs> While you're looking for your next sticker obsession, because I don't know about you guys, and that's like half the shit that I recommend. <laughs> I'm like, look at all these stickers. Make sure you have us in your earballs, all right? You can find us on all the different streaming platforms, uh, including Podbean and Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher. And if those don't suit your fancy, you can uh, find more platforms on our Instagram bio at GTS underscore podcast. Um, while you're there, please make sure to like, follow, and subscribe so we can continue to grow our shit. Check out our link tree. And you can find uh, our website there and episode resources, extra streaming platforms, and much more. Well, Sammy, I think, uh, I know I did that a little early. I just, like, I, it was pulled up on the same screen. I do that all the time. But <laughs> I think that's about it, Tit. Yeah. You agree? I think so. Cool beans. Well, make sure that uh, you holler at us if you have a small business idea or a topic that you don't want to do homework on. For sure. And uh, you can email us at get this, damn it, get this shit podcast at gmail.com. My lisp was trying to sneak out right, there. Yeah. It's um, a very sneaky thing. <laughs> get this podcast at hi- gmail.com. God. I was hiding between the mannequins. The mannequins. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, we'll be hiding between the mannequins. Uh, love and light it on fire. <laughs> Stay stinky. <laughs> Bye. Bye.